tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It is Big Thing. It's Capes and Cows, man. We got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about today. There's some stuff going on, and we're as you saw, we're going to do a full-on She-Hulk Episode 7 spoiler review, spoiler discussion. Uh, we are going to talk about Blade losing its director, obviously going to get into this whole Deadpool, Wolverine joining together in the MCU, and not only just Deadpool and Wolverine, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds. That broke the internet, so we'll talk about that. Black Panther's about 240 so far. Is that a good thing, bad thing? We'll discuss that at length. There's a lot of different things. Blue Beetle. We're getting um, Warner Brothers is going all in. And speaking of Blue Beetle, I'm supposed to, I know I'm going to jinx this, but I'm supposed to get the lead. Philo Metaduena is supposed to come in on um, supposed to come in on Friday, and we're supposed to that should be the Monday episode, but I don't know, don't know. But what I do know is that you guys are awesome, and you this the studio. I keep getting comments that the studio is coming along, and you guys are enjoying it, and it's all because you. This is all that's left, and honestly, the, the lights are gone. That, that I I made that image and I looked. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think my math's on eight left on that Amazon lift. All, all the stuff. Winston came in before and he's like, "Wow, it's, it's amazing how much stuff's coming here." There's a couch. There's a new couch. Is in you guys. So thank you for I really appreciate that. If you're able to go to Spotify, help us out on Spotify. And you know, I don't do Spotify. I do Apple. Well, lucky for you, we got Apple also. Go to Apple Podcasts. That helps us out. And people are like, well, I want to do more than that. I want to be part of the Patreon. How do I do that? Well, we got the Patreon. It is patreon.com slash the big thing show. We have a bunch of new, uh, we're going to have a new tier. We're going to have a $25 trivia tier that's coming up there. PLD is going to be running that. But we have a lot of new things that are going to be happening. SEN is going to have a new change, which is awesome. SEN right now, SEN Live, is on twice public, twice on Patreon. Well, starting in October, it's going to be three times public, one-time Patreon. However, patrons, well, I lose something. No, you don't. Patrons are now going to be able to join one of those public episodes and join the crew on SCN Live. So that'll be a lot of fun as well. Oh. Yeah, you didn't know about that? No. Well, there you go. tells me around here. No one tells you. I didn't say it. I I called myself. You did. Hey, Winston's here. Did you know that? Yeah. He is here. Winston's here. And, And last but not least, everybody, if you're able to, do me a favor. Do me a favor, subscribe. Where's the subscribe button? It's right there. So go ahead and do that. It's nifty. And we got a special guest today. Koi ain't here. Otherwise, you would have heard him jabbing about. We got somebody who respects the microphone. Koi's great. But I got I got a I got a special guest that I'm gonna introduce today. I'm pretty excited about it. So let's do it, everybody. Let's do capes and cows. It's time. Hit it. Hit it.
All right, everybody, welcome back to Big Thing, Capes and Cows. That's right, subscribe. Let's leave that on for the whole show. I've done that before. Um, it's me. It's the one and only Winston City Marshall. That's a tight shot. It's a close it shot. A tight shot. I'm gonna, you know, I can fix it. I can fix it. All right. I can All fix right. it. You know. Check this out. Watch this. You know, come on, fix it, Neil. Ooh, I almost revealed our special guest, but I didn't. Oh, okay. How you like okay. that? Oh, How that's like not that? bad. That's not bad, baby. Now, ladies and... Oh, there he is. Ladies and gentlemen, he revealed himself. <laughs> it's the Bro, one and only. You, you had your own man. review, <laughs> and you just you did a reveal. <laughs> but you blew... Oh, oh you oh. blew yours. That's more fun. I was ruining so the adjustment you, you only have until the music's over, you know, like right. kind of like the intro to this a superhero a, film. This is a good theme. This is pretty high. So do you know where this theme came from? <laughs> um, uh, so EP of Music did this for us, and he did a, a theme for us for Mark Riley for the Schmodown. And Riley got that theme. He used it twice and lost both times. I don't want to use the theme. <laughs> But that theme's so good. I got to yeah. find a use for it now. It's Capes and Cows theme. So what, what was oh, yeah. what was his theme again? Uh, well, he used the Superman theme for a while, right, right, right. And then we stopped using copyright, right, right, right. And then he, and then he and Bateman had uh had their own theme, so he started using the Who's the Boss theme, right. But, but enough about Bateman and Riley. Come about Eric Ziffer. What's Seaman? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's good Thanks to have you in here. here. Yeah, well, yeah. It's good to be here. It's good to hear. Uh, good to hear your voice. Uh, we we were we were talking, and we knew Coy wasn't going to be here, and we said, um, as we were walking out, I go, you know, I don't know. I love talking just Winston and I, but I was like. Do we find somebody else? And he's like, what about Zip? And within seconds, I'm like, yep, get Zip. Uh, okay. Well, this is my plan. I buried Koi in my backyard. I figured. And then take over, it, it, take it, over it, his life one obligation at a time. It's true. Well, I mean, you got to be able to replace him. Can you take selfies with everyone you meet? God oh, damn it. You, you, you are trying. See, now I can never not do the show because it's going to be just nonstop nonsense. Have, have, I, have I never said that to Koi to his face? Oh, no, no. I know you have. Koi knows. I'll tell, my favorite joke of all time, and Koi and I talk about it all the time, is that Merle, when Merle went heel, you know, he in, in the Schmodown, he was like, should I say this line about Koi? And I was like, Koi will laugh at it. And he, and he goes, yeah, I was looking for Koi, but apparently he's t- there was a. I, I left a cardboard cutout of Kevin Feige in the uh, in the parking lot. And he's taking pictures. With him. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. It's really hilarious. And oh, so that man. was hilarious. What's not hilarious is um, She Hulk. Oh man, I missed it. But She Hulk. Nice segue. Thank you. I tried to. I just missed the wrong image. Um, it's losing me, man. It, it already. I mean, I said this a while ago, but it's it's here's here's my. I did my spoiler review of it already. Hmm. My thoughts are this. It's it's I've told you my biggest concern is that the balance and the balance mm-hmm. to me is so far off at this point. Mm-hmm. And the stuff the stuff that I like stays consistent. Mm-hmm. And that's Tatiana Mislani. I mm-hmm. love her. I think she's incredible. I want to see her do more. I like watching her um, and I like watching what she does with the character. What I thought mm-hmm. I will say the last three. My favorite out of the last three. Yes. Now, hmm. the reason why is because I felt like it was starting to get back into that balance. Yes. And then when it looks okay, we we left episode six with that reveal of there's somebody coming after her. Right. Right. So what's gonna and, and everybody in that episode, everybody who's watching is going fine. Just don't make the guy the bad guy. It's too predictable. What, Josh? Yeah. I knew that, bro. Yeah. I everybody, called that. You and everybody yeah, else. Yeah, My yeah, five year old yeah. could have called that. It was stu- and they and they and Zip said it beforehand before we went on air. It's like they play this music like, oh, we got you. You didn't get anybody. Yeah. Everybody knew that was coming. Yeah. What well, would have been better if they kidnapped them? That would have been better. Or or if if he's still evil. Make it, it was, it was a ploy. And like, you know what I'm saying? And it was a situation where like, 
his boss kidnapped him, but then he betrays her later. Later, later, later. right? Like you, like you, go, you goof it. Well, but the thing is, is that I know why they did it. Right? They did it because they wanted to do the reveal of she doesn't need anybody in her life to make her feel important. Sure. That that was mm-hmm. what they did, and and, they, and that circle of the people who really brought that out of her. That's what she needed to know, and that's fine. And maybe she still could have done that with this guy going. Well, I was gonna call you. But I got kidnapped, and now you got to now you now you have to save me. I've I, I've you know it's not about you being saved, yeah, it's about yeah. you saving me. And that's what I thought the daredevil thing was going to be like them yeah. trying to get him back. Yeah, and they just made him a goofy bad guy. It's stupid. No, it felt, like they, it felt like they split the reveal in half, right? Yeah. Like we got that bit at the end of episode six of like, oh, they're they're on to her, they're yeah. coming for her, and then the reveal that he's involved. That felt like one reveal that they like tried to stretch out over mm-hmm. two episodes. Yeah. And as a result, neither of them felt impactful at all. Cause right. it's just like, yeah, we, we know, we knew it was coming. There yeah. was no, it, like everybody was like, right. it, I think you would have tricked people and you would have gotten people if he was good. I thought everybody saw it coming because I thought he was dead. I thought he might've like walked out her door to get coffee and, and someone him. whacked him. Yeah. Right. They would, yeah, but that would have probably been a better reveal. You know, you know, it's interesting because uh, Kristen normally, just watches it sometime in the weekend but yeah. she was at a concert and she came home and I, I was like oh it's midnight i'm about to she's like oh great so we watched it and there were moments like when she's like freaking out over josh and he's not responding to text and he's she's he's she's checking the phone over and over again and then umbot plays she goes did they just like mirror right. my life before i met you like what's it's like she was really into that but then we had to talk about it afterwards by the end of the episode and she's like her her talking in the circle she said it felt like to her like it was a man writing a woman trying to explain to men what women go through. She actually got a little turned off by the 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 conversation. Yeah, but, the, the, but the, men didn't write this. It was women there? No, 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 no. I know, I know that. But she was saying for her, this yeah. was the first time she like she because we talked about it, and she was like, I understand what you're saying about you're not doing the through line thing, right. but she's like, this is the first time that she was genuinely turned off because she was like, I feel like you were over explaining what women are going through it's too and, much and and so for her she was just like i enjoyed it enough i guess but yeah. this was the one where she was just like ah what i dug was the beginning right i thought i thought what they did in the mm-hmm. beginning when they have that date going on you're like oh okay she's falling for this guy this it's a sweet moment and then she says i can't stop smiling i'm like this is a cute moment i'm i'm, I'm enjoying this i think it, it feels real yeah it committed to a vibe too it felt very rom-commy with yes. like the montage and the music playing but it, the like... characters felt real yeah. yeah the characters felt real and then it was like you know because the thing i was driving me nuts last week when i said to you they don't feel real and i saw so many comments go well it's a superhero so of course it doesn't feel real and I'm like, well, wait a minute. Thanos is an alien, but he felt real to me. Sure. Like, they set it up to where it felt real. Sure. These seem like, and I said in my review, I go, it felt like a sitcom. Well, that's the point. Friends felt like a sitcom, but I still believe the characters were real. And, and you know, depending, you, you pick any sitcom that you really enjoy, you know. Mm-hmm. Whether, like, I think of um, Family Ties, Family Matters, whatever it might be. Those sure. characters seem real. Anyway, so they do this whole thing where he doesn't respond and she's checking it and we've all been there it's like that that yeah. was the realest part of the episode it to was. me including having all the guys and and someone tweeted about this <laughs> and i actually enjoyed this part when they got in the circle there's a lot of goofball stuff that i'm not loving but when they actually sit down and they almost feel like her older brothers and her cousins being like why are you stressing out about this you you you're enough like oh oh you texted him again. nah like why that stuff was funny that? i yeah. love that it was the, yeah. The, yeah. The, the problem is it's not 
it's not the story itself for me in this one. Mm -hmm. It's the execution of a lot of it, mm -hmm. right? Because I think the idea of someone saying, no, 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 what are you doing? I, what I had said in my thing was, I love the relationship between her and, um, and Blonsky. Blonsky. Love it. Mm -hmm. And almost, I was like, okay, I liked that they didn't turn him bad again. And that he I just, keep waiting for that shooter. I'm, and I'm I glad, really, but I'm glad that yeah. they didn't. And I'm glad, and maybe he loses his cool at one point and they can figure out a way to do it and it works. But I was glad that he didn't. I was like, okay, maybe he's going to be like a Miyagi to her. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she goes there, they have this conversation. She's just hanging out with the whole time. The second this stupid bull shows up with, <laughs> with the matador, it was like, I said to you in my text, it was like someone said, oh, you know what? The boys is really good right now. Let's do the boys, but we can't go that extreme. And it felt so silly. It felt like a satire. Like, boys is supposed to be a satire. This yeah. is not. It's. I guess it's a comedy, but it's not supposed to be a satire. It's, well, it, I think. The, I think the thing that's interesting, and I don't. I don't think that you. You should be original with some of the stuff because there's some characters that we've never seen before uh, in comics. Um, I'm trying to think the the big one we were talking about a few episodes back, but Man Bull is real. Um, so is El Avatar like in the comic? Yeah, in the but, comics, right, no, no, so you have right. to introduce them. It's just how they chose to introduce right. them was just interesting. Right. Oh, that's um, a nice word for it. But I, you know, I mean, I even love the fact that it, look how stupid that is. <laughs> I mean, you, if you're gonna make the character, what else would you? What else would you? You know, um, what else would you do to like? How would you design it differently? Because if you go and you look at the images of Man Bull and I, but I, it's just tone, dude. It's yeah, like, it's 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 this to me felt more so like um like Love and Thunder. The sh the, the show has gotten like you said like very broad. Like the comedy is very broad, which I think is fine if the jokes are landing. Right. Right. Um. And for me, they're landing about twenty percent of the time right now. A lot of people have that problem right now. A lot of people have that problem that the jokes are not landing. I. And I'll tell you, I think that you might be right where, and a lot of people who were saying that, if I was laughing my face off on every episode, would I be more forgiving, you know? And 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 maybe, maybe that is the case, but I just don't find, like, even, you know, the whole thing with the porcupine sitting there, he takes his mask off, it stinks. It was funny, but it was, like, not but not enough to, like, sacrifice that moment. I, 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 almost, I almost wish it had been a situation where it's not that he smells it's that homie was like either some sort of monster or he was ugly as hell and then they're or just gorgeous like, and then it, well that would also be interesting yeah. too would like but just just something along those lines where it was like a real reason he was hiding the mask and it was his worst fear like, yeah. or like, or you know what else would have been big had done this before yeah. if it was a major celebrity that would also have been hilarious like if it was a major celebrity like that's what i was expecting we're yeah. like who is, who is it and it's just a guy who stinks yeah it's like okay yeah it's like yeah. it's like yeah this would be hilarious if someone says like it smells like a fart hilarious it's like no and because at the moment itself like when she's sitting there like again going through it and understanding like the, it had to happen mm -hmm. eventually like and i love that that speech that she gives and she says you ever have that friend that's so popular so can do this can do that like i can be that person yeah but I feel like I'm cheating on myself when I yeah, do it. Yeah. And I thought it was a great moment. And then as there's, and as you said, I just think that if you just made the, the jokes more so like it's a part of the person's personality yeah, as opposed yeah. to like, hey, yeah. that's what everyone seems like they're waving their hands going, oh, it's my time to tell a joke. Yeah, it, 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 it felt that that speech, which I think was was very poignant and kind of beautiful in that really regard. well delivered. Yes. Yeah, 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 is... Tatiana's she doesn't miss. But um, 
you know, it was it was interesting because it does give that idea. And, and, and if, if the show is constantly trying to look at themes of stuff that's going on, it is that idea of that one person that they go home, the teenager that goes home and they were not attractive or whatever. And then puberty hits over the summer and they come back and then all of a sudden, like nobody gave a crap about now you before. Do, right. Or the person that a, a video went viral and now all of a sudden people want to pay attention to right, them and they right. care. And so I, there was a lot that I think people could relate to in that. But yeah, there were just moments that just felt off. Goofy. It felt like Saturday yeah. Live. I said, I said to you, it's like the, the problem with like, it's because you sent me that picture of Man Bull. You're like, well, he's in the comics. That's great. Yeah. But the problem is, I said, it felt like a character Horatio Sands would have played in Saturday Night Live in like 1996. You know what I mean? I'm pretty like, sure he did. He probably did. He probably did. And that's where they, they said, oh, I want you to play him like 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 that, like Saturday Night Live, because that's what it felt like. And I was just like, ah, it's the same. When you have these moments like we're talking about in the beginning, when you're like, okay, this, this feels like a real moment now. And she's trying to figure it out. And she's using the cell phone stuff. And I was like, they're finally going to get away from these episodes of just doing like a wedding yeah. or a, a trademark episode was like this that. the first episode that didn't have a b plot this was they were at his retreat pretty much the whole i time. would yeah. i would argue that maybe the b plot is where's josh because yeah. the retreat because the, like, the a plot the a plot was away going, yeah, 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 yeah she's yeah, part yeah. of it she's part of a and b i guess you yeah, know yeah. but it, yeah and it combines together so yeah, yeah it, it was and there were there was a lot that i'm like okay good we're getting into the idea and i thought maybe like it was going to combine that whoever was after her inside of this and maybe blonsky was working for him i didn't know what was going on but then it turned out to be they work through it and then we get back and i swear guys when i'm watching i'm like okay three days or and, and then why wasn't it and i think someone else said it, it could have been a post-credit scene which they haven't done any more post-credit mm-hmm. scenes but they go three days earlier and you see i'm like okay please someone like he gets up and he's smiling at her and he's like, he's also feeling this, and then someone clonks him on the head and steals him right ha 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 i got you and creeps taking a picture of her sleeping and it's like Oh, man. It just, I, I think the problem is, is whenever you have a big twist reveal of who the real bad guy is, there has been enough groundwork there and enough other bad guys doing things that, like, you're like, oh, damn, that caught me off guard. So, like, obviously, I talk about it all the time, my favorite movie being Rush Hour, this whole Jun Tao thing, and you know the lieutenant's around, and you're just like, we don't know who Jun Tao is, right. but, like, we're dealing with the crap he's doing the entire time. So then at the very, like, final climactic battle when you're like oh it's you it was the old white dude sorry for pointing right at you that's 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 all right my birthday's coming up fair but uh, but, i haven't actually spotted the thing i'm uh, winston and uh, well kristen can still come but you but i can't go no no all right that's fine you're out but but you have laid the groundwork the whole time that i'm like okay so unless this reveal ends up being massive we haven't had a big of enough real evil plot happening right that by the time they reveal it i don't Hair? No, but everybody well, knew. Everybody knew. Go ahead, Zip. You were going to say. I think a part of it too was the structure of the episode because yeah. because we were with Blonsky and the support group and this storyline the entire time. The Josh reveal had to carry all of the stakes and all of the weight of the episode. Mm. So like all of the tension was folded into the last thirty seconds of the episode because right. the rest of the episode was just things going really well for people. Yeah. Right. It was she shows up. She has a great day. Everyone there is really nice and supportive. Things go really well. And she leaves feeling better about herself. And that was the whole episode, which is delightful. Yeah. But as a result, there was so much weight on that reveal, I think, to yeah. like make the episode feel a little more yeah. significant. Absolutely. And I think that the, and the problem was that after that wedding episode, and because here's the other thing. I like the wedding episode. Yeah, a lot, but I love a, a lot. A, a lot of people so, did like that the episode. Um, I was not one of them, but a lot of people did. And but inside of that episode, 
everybody was saying the same thing. All right, he's got to be bad because yeah. the problem yeah. with they've, they've done so far is set up that there's, I mean, there's really not a lot of good dudes on this show. Right. There's Which really actually, not. It's interesting with the support group because they, having they those guys be, be good genuinely right. well-meaning. Right. Which, was, which I was glad that they did because I was like, are these guys bad too? Is Blonsky going to want to be in the bad guy with these? But obviously he's legitimately working with them. And it's funny because the, the, the tone started to really shift for me. I think it was in episode three. And that might've been when the dude who shows up where she's like, you don't even remember this guy, which is true. I didn't remember the guy at all until they showed the flashback. Mm-hmm. And when he, when him and his buddies try to jump her in the alley, right. That was the episode when I went, oh, man, I hope they don't shift this type of tone the whole series. And they did. Like, that goofy scene with the, those guys, and you, I think you told me that's how they are the, in the, the comics. The Wrecking Crew. They're, the Wrecking Crew's of, kind of a threat in the comics. They they're, but, 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 the, but they're like also the idiots. Yeah, they are massive idiots. <laughs> it's, these much of idiots? Though? Oh, dude, yes. Really? Like, they, it, it just... It, just totally depends. Sometimes it's just like anything else. You have the one idiot that like pulls it together. So almost, almost the way that Thor went from being a bumbling fool, all of love and thunder, and then yeah. all of a sudden when it's serious time, it's serious time. Most of the time, the Wrecking Crew, they're very strong. They are dumb. And there have been times where they have like beat Thor and Hulk and like some of the strongest folks, but they dumb, dumb. Okay, okay wait a like, minute. You said, you, but, but you believe that they could, because they're dumb, you believe that they can do it. In no world do I believe that those morons could beat anybody. I would, but see, and, and but this is the whole thing with them saying we just got these weapons and this this power. I think like anything else, you give them some time and maybe they will. But that, yes. but the one thing that doesn't make sense now, good you guys. just got the one of the main dudes. Yeah. I, I, you probably know uh, their names. Wrecker. That's Wrecker. Okay, so you 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 got Wrecker now, who's like kind of reformed right and and so like yeah he could always go back to being evil i guess but it just seemed to me like the wrong move to immediately just make the wrecking crew or at least wrecker of the wrecking crew not be a a bad dude Mm -hmm. now i don't mind them being a joke because again they're morons it's literally like watching the three stooges with superpowers yeah so i don't that didn't bother me but 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 you have now with this episode, it feels like you've ruined the opportunity to ever kind of go back down that path. Yeah, so this is for me, uh, even though I didn't like episodes, well, three was fine, but three, three, even though three through six, I didn't, I felt weren't really my style, yeah. I still said, I can understand why people love it, and I think that it's a well-written show. Yeah, yeah. It's um, delightful. It's, like, pleasant. I, I think I think right. I understand that, right? It's not, yeah. it's, it's definitely for me, I, it's starting to become a work to, work to watch it, but this is the only episode I thought was poorly written. Like mm-hmm. the other episodes I thought were written really well, mm-hmm. even if I didn't like them, I still mm-hmm. thought, okay, for, for what they're doing here, it's, well, this, this was a bad, badly written show. Like, especially like the end, like that was, that was a piss poor reveal. Really, really I, no, bad. No, I, I think, I think, and this happens. I know that there are um, a lot of times, depending on what's being written, that sometimes dialogue ends up being super strong, which I thought like, again, her speech was well done and things like that. But then the rest of the episode doesn't work. And yeah. then there are people that, Yes, they write yes. the episode super well, but then you're like, this dialogue is cl-. so like, yes, Attack of the Clones. I actually think is a very well written plot wise. It's just the dialogue is so crappy. The prequels in general, the prequels in general, they mm-hmm. the I always thought the prequels had a great outline for what it is. The dialogue is terrible in those movies. Mm-hmm. I still I love them way more now than I did a while ago. Um, but the dialogue's not great for no. sure. The same like, but the dialogue for that speech for her in this right. is great, right? But it doesn't mean the overall the, right, the right, whole right. episode as a whole. It was disappointing, but um, look, they also it's she, she look she got laid. That's good. That's always great. The question That's twice now because yeah. because the other dude that was like, oh, you're here. Oh, I I, right. I was 
I'm going to go. So that's now here's the question though. If you know, you're going to, you're going to go toe to toe with She-Hulk in the bed. Are you using joy mode? I wonder that's a, that's, that is the, transitions, that, bro. that is the curious, the curious nation. All right. Would you, you look, it's green. So you might want to go for it. <laughs> for those people who don't know what joy mode is, man, you've been living under a rock. It is good stuff. Because last time you're, I know, I know you've been sitting around, you're at a gas station, you're on the line, you look over and you see these branded hard on pills and you go, you know what? They're tempting. I know. Don't do it. They're really bad for you. And a lot of the products on the market themselves that claim to help dudes in the bed, those two, who wants a four hour hard on? You, you, I mean, you talk about wrecker. Good Lord. Nasty side effects, heart problems, and a possible trip to the hospital. Yeah, man. That's his real superpower. That's right. Well, Joy Mode is here to save the day. Now, it doesn't matter if you're happy or unhappy with your performance in bedroom. People go, well, I don't need it. I don't, it's, I, I, I don't have those problems. Well, first of all, if you do have the problems, it's going to help you. If you don't have the problems, think about it like if you're going to the gym and you have a supplement. It's the same thing. It's, it's, a, it's a supplement for uh, right, right before you get ready. Joy Mode makes natural and science-backed sexual wellness products for men, and the sexual performance booster is like a pre-workout, but for sex. Good stuff, Winston. You give it, a, you give it a thumbs up. Absolutely. Uh, Joy Mode was created because the products on the market not great, and they knew that they could do better. They did. Prescriptions come with all sorts of side effects, and the over-the-counter gas station pills are the sketchy and the fraudulent. So, if you want to spice things up in the bedroom and boost your sexual performance, and you want to do it naturally without any nasty prescription drugs. Got a special offer for the Big Thing audience. You go to usejoymode.com slash big thing or enter big thing at checkout for 20% off your first order. One more time. That's usejoymode.com slash big thing for 20% off your first order. Thank you to Joy Mode. We love that they're back. Thank you so much. Uh, How are you going to segue into that if she hadn't gotten laid in this episode? Well, that's my trick. <laughs> no, see, I would, I would actually love to do this with you. I would love to have a segue off yes. because that was the running joke. Uh, when when uh, blurs was still a thing, yeah. was they they were calling me the young Segway God, like just because the, the the way I would somehow weave like Floyd Mayweather to being like, man, you read that terribly. Speaking of not being able to read, right? Floyd Mayweather was in the news, and I'm like, like just just re- like so. I would love to do this with you at that'd some point. Sure, why not? Well, well that'd be that'd also be fun. Floyd. Please don't come with my ass. Was talking about that right I don't, now. I don't think Floyd's watching the shot. I think all right. What dude? Watch this be the one show, just they, like they, uh, they just check it out. Just like uh, what, 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 the monsters. Uh, what was it? Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie definitely <laughs> watched that episode. <laughs> I, so so we we Brett and I we were gonna do a watch along to the movies the monsters but we 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 did this whole bit we tore it to shreds because the rumor was that it cost 40 million dollars to make that was the rumor. <laughs> and i and and brett and i basically said that you know it's like he made it for a million and put 39 in his bank account and right? he's like probably living on a living on a beach like uh red and shawshank redemption and um and or, or and and anyway so he's um we, I think two days later afterwards, he's like, where's everybody get this whole thing? It costs $40 million. He tweeted it out. And I'm not going to say it, we're the only people that were saying it. But... it after our thing, even I was like, he definitely watched our videos. <laughs> and Brett's like a diehard Rob Zombie fan. So it's like, but I can't wait. To, man, we put that, re- because people were waiting for us to put that reaction. Yeah. Oh, you know? oh yeah, man, you got to do it. I saw, I saw the photo that y'all took because the, the, was it the, did they send you one or you just they, went and bought it? They, so they sent it to the old Schmoes account. Yeah. There's no chance that they would have sent it to me, like yeah. knowing, like because like, oh, look, send us the coverage when you're done. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna have to find it. I'm gonna send you that? Are you kidding me? I mean, look, maybe we love it. Um, all right, <laughs> let's maybe. let's let's move let's move away from uh, She-Hulk for a little bit, um, please. I know that we only have like two. That's the other problem with that show, by the way, is that we have two. Uh, the last thing I want to say about it 
It doesn't feel like it's ramping up. There's two episodes left. We've That's got, what scares we, we've me. Moved yeah. We've moved nowhere. We've moved nowhere. That was that was that was both Kristen and I's biggest complaint. Is I was like, what? As we talked about last week, you can have most of the show be its self-contained whatever, yeah. but it needs to move the needle Where's for everything going? else. What does this have to do with everything else? The only thing that they have from. So I saw the scene. I saw they showed it uh, D23. They showed the scene with her and Daredevil mm-hmm. and they're and they're kind of working together. And mm-hmm. it looked like and it, it actually looks like a Marvel show. Mm-hmm. Um and they're doing some kind of mission together. Mm-hmm. I assume that it has to do with this plot of the needle and all mm-hmm. that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. That's that would that's now makes sense, but it's like we took seven episodes to get through. It's like Yeah. I just I the only thing that could save this at this point as far as like appeasing everybody but you'd have to do it exceptionally well um neither of you guys watch atlanta do you no i want to i hear great things i'm behind i i love that show so the second episode which you should go on my channel the swaggy blur i do uh the second episode is this brilliant uh where you're watching and you're like what does this have to do with anything And the reveal comes in the last four minutes of the episode, and it makes you go from the time where you're like, I'm starting to get bored to go, oh, no, this was entirely worth it. So if you have something absolutely magical in these last two episodes that makes everything we've been through worth it, sure. then I'm down. But you, that's a lot That's a lot. Ask. So you know a movie did that for me was Split. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I saw Split, I was, I was like, I hate this movie. Like, I hated it. And then at the reveal, <laughs> by the reveal, reveal I was like, it all makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. Like it all. I was like, oh, wait, I love this movie. Yeah, I yeah. have to tell you. So, Split was one of my favorite theater experiences I've ever had because I saw it at Fantastic Fest and it was the secret screening, so no one knew what was coming. Oh, and cool. when an M Night Shyamalan movie came up at the beginning, felt the whole audience be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Like, oh no. And then they were slowly getting one over, and by the time that reveal came, it, that whole crowd had just turned around, was which, eating which out of the palm. What are you talking time. about? That it was part of the Unbreakable Universe. Oh, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Which by the a... end of the movie, everyone was like, yeah. "I, I have not had an experience like that because the same reason I was like watching it, going, I don't like this movie. I'm like, yeah, yeah. man, it's just like, what does this all mean? It's so silly. And then yeah. by the time we get to the end, I'm like, wait, no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Now it all makes sense yeah. because now it's clear that this is what this is. You're part of it. You, you're part of this universe yeah. now. I don't know if they're going to be able to do that for their show. It's, it, I, I know what you're saying. I, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and place money on it. Yeah. Like I should have. I don't know if my bookie is today. I should have made that bet with you about the Cowboys and the Giants. You see, that but, wasn't a great segue. You're close to it. Though. No, no, no. I know. I, it's fine. That's fine. I wasn't. That wasn't my aim here. Right. But um, I. It is a tall order to ask. I think it if it was a plot-driven tall... show, then that's an easier ask. Right. I think if it's a show where it's like we're waiting for some big event. Or some plot driven thing to happen, but because it's a comedy and it lives and dies yeah. on the execution of the comedy. Well, it's the same thing with like Boba Fett, right? Mm-hmm. Boba Fett had a lot of stuff that he spent a lot of time with the Sand People, right? Or the Tuscans, and they started going into a little bit more. And then there's two episodes that are basically just the Mandalorian, and and that's it. And then like you get right into the ending, and it's like, whoa, you just threw us right into this, and we finally had a lot happen in that last episode, but there wasn't a lot of build-up to even the main character on the show. This is, there's a lot of build-up with the main character. It just happens to be in this particular world. That's why I'm so hung up on this balance thing. Like, if there's a full balance of the Marvel through line plus this sitcom, I, then you're on the, then then you have something throughout the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I mean, I get it. I, I totally get it, yeah. and and I, I, I still stand by what I was saying about the previous episodes. I do not 
feel differently yeah. about those episodes. But I am getting to the point now where I am like, let's what go. are we doing? Because yeah, we're almost at the end of this ride. So what? What? Where is this leading to? Yeah, you know? agreed. Well, I'll tell you where it's leading to for us. It's leading to us moving to the next story because it is time. darkness. Yeah. So let's uh, <laughs> darkness. Let's start with let's start with Blue Beetle. Star Blue Beetle, and as I mentioned earlier, it looks like we're going to be having the uh, the star of that film, Cholo Mendedueña, on the show coming up, hopefully on Monday. I'll let everybody know soon. Could just be lying. Um, in the wake of Warner Brothers Dis- uh, Warner Brothers Discovery scrapping the ninety million Batgirl film for tax write off reasons, the fate of various other DC projects at Warner Brothers quickly became an understandable concern. This is from Dark Horizons, by the way. Chief amongst them was the Blue Beetle film. Whilst Black Adam and the Aquaman sequel are the kinds of films big enough that the studio would be highly unlikely to ditch them, this is a similar movie that has only wrapped filming a few weeks before the guillotine came down on Batgirl. Puerto Rican director uh, Angel Manuel Soto, however, has good news. Speaking with NPR recently, he said, I'm not going to lie, there was concern, there was anger, there was fear at first, but adds that studio executives reassured him that the film would not suffer the fate of Batgirl and says, they told me not to worry, the film has their full support. 21-year-old Cobra Kai actor Sholo Medaduena stars as Jamie Reyes, the first-generation Mexican-American kid from El Paso who becomes the eponymous, I said that wrong, hero when he's implemented with superhero, super can't read right now superpowered alien armor explaining his power set metaduena says he's kind of a fusion of green lantern and iron man he is a scarab from outer space that is attached to his body called kajada gareth duncan alker wrote the screenplay for blue beetle which follows the journey of reyes and his entire family all right there's a lot to kind of pick from this yeah so the first is that they're confident in it yeah they they know that it's um because both of the movies were obviously were very important mm-hmm. for whether it's for casting, for moving, for telling of a, of a new story, for mm-hmm. telling stories of people um, that uh, I think from from different cultures. Mm-hmm. But Warner Brothers looked at background and goes, "That's a bad movie," and I think that's still I I and I I stand by what I said about this. I think that the way that that Zoloft I call Zavala Zoloft because he, he he makes very sleepy decisions, but I will tell you this: I think that. His bedside manner is garbage. I think it's garbage. But I understand why if you look, you have your right as a business to say, this is not going to make us money. Say streaming doesn't make sense. It was for going us. to lose money. Yeah. It cost $90 million. That's just that's just how much the production cost. To market it at all, even to get people to watch on HBO Max, is going to cost us a lot of money. We can get a write-off. I get it. Now, with Blue Beetle, when they look at it, and they go, okay, this is a good movie. This is a really good movie, and I can understand why everybody involved in that film is going. What's the deal? Are we, are we safe? Or like what, what? Because he's he's Zoloff's cracking down jobs left and right over there. You know that if they didn't have faith in it, it would be gone, gone in an instant, gone. And they because I, he does not. So the one thing I will say, and I'll call him Zaslov for this one, because I think that what I respect about him, even though I don't agree with his decisions, he doesn't care what you say about him. He doesn't care what the public opinion is. He's not one of these guys that is just like, oh wait, they're saying what about me? All right, maybe they, let me change my stance. He doesn't. I don't like his. I don't like a lot of his decisions, but he didn't back down from him. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm not. I am not obviously because uh, if I was, I don't know if I'd be doing this show. But I'm not the executive of a multi-billion-dollar like studio. Right. So That's I losing money right, hand over fist. Right. right now. So I, I, I can't imagine some of the decisions that they have to make. It, at, never say never, man. You'll get there. Right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um. 
but at the same time, it's not just the bedside manner um, of how he's delivering the news. It's it's also just the execution of it. Yes. So a lot like, of creators have been yeah, very screwed over. Screwed over. Like, like hardcore. And yeah. yeah, badly. The, badly. To just pull stuff. To not even, not only not tell them that right. their stuff is gone, but to just do it. Treating them like product and not treating them like humans. That's yep. that's where I said the bedside yep. manner doesn't work. Like, I get the decision, but there's, as you're saying, it's the it's the bedside manner. It's the way it's like, hey, listen, you have a show that you did for us. And I know how much like your love and your passion went into it. Mm-hmm. I want to call you in the office to let you know that for our plan, it's just not going to work. And we're going to announce it. We should do it together. We'll figure out how to do it. And not you find out with a tweet or with an email or anything too. It's like, yeah. there's no, there's no, there's no connection. He, he also doesn't necessarily owe anybody he anything, but at the same time, you know, it would have bought you a lot of goodwill. And even if you are going, we got to burn it all down. Why wouldn't you then go, look, we're not going to put your show out. I'm really sorry. I know you put a lot of energy and effort into it, but let's set you up to try and figure out where we can get your show released. If maybe we can sell it to Paramount, maybe we can sell it to whoever and give you that up. But none of that happened. No, let's talk. And and we're talking about finished product, too. But that's also why I think that Blue Beetle fares well, because as you said, Zip, if this movie was bad, they wouldn't have got the call. They would have just got the canceled. Mm-hmm. I think they're confident in it. I think they're confident in the fact that Sholo is going to be a, a massive star. I think that they know they've seen what he's doing on Cobra Kai and they see everything else too. I think that they have confidence in everything that's going on right now with that film to say, no, 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 You're, you guys are good. Go. What yeah. I'm curious about is, was it Zoloft that made the that made the call to them, tell him, or was it just one of his one of his minions? Well, that's the thing because, like, yeah, this means that an executive has confidence in it, but an executive does not always, is not always right about whether or not a movie is good. That, well, that's true, <laughs> but it, it's just, it, but, but the confidence though, as a filmmaker means, okay, well, our, our movie yeah. will see the light of day. Yeah. And it's yes. like, let the audience judge it that. It carry the weight of a theatrical right. release. Right. Because what I will say yeah. about like Batgirl, even though they, a lot of people who saw it, don't, don't think it was that good. The cast and the directors and the right, they're left in limbo. Because right. in their minds, they can be like, "But I thought it was good." Yeah, and I, maybe someone else would have thought it was good. It was like, also it. it was also still early enough. Like the movie was done being shot, but it was early enough in that moment that that's when you get notes. That's yeah. when you start making cuts. That's right. when you do some reshoots. Right. So to immediately just go, "Sorry, bye." Like I've no one number of it. Right. I know yeah. so many people that in this industry, they're like, "I just turned in draft one, and they just fired me and didn't right. say anything. You didn't even give me the option to do a little better mm-hmm. or to make tweaks. You just said, and and especially from a standpoint of with that film, you were done with principal photography. So like, even if it was that bad, and as much as you put into it, I tax break, baby, five percent. Like, it's, at, you you gotta, you gotta understand." When you are losing that much money and you yeah. need to bring anything back How in. How bad are they losing money? A lot, dude. A lot. Because when he came in from the sale of it alone yeah. and everything that came in, like when Discovery, they, they, there's a lot. He, he, he's dealing with a lot of loss. That's, yeah, yeah, why, yeah. that's why you're going to be seeing a lot of these properties showing up on Paramount and showing up on Netflix and showing yeah. up on all these other things. You're going to see a lot of those products. So you think almost it's going to be kind of like how Marvel had a fire sale when they were about to go bankrupt. And that's why you ended up with X-Men and Fantastic Four in one place and Spider-Man yeah, there, in another. There's rumors that they were going to sell Warner, but he's going to sell Warner Brothers. And he's I've, I've heard that, that they were going to sell Warner Brothers and Discovery to Universal. To Universal yeah. And that would be terrifying, to be honest with you, because well, now- Universal's looking, Universal's looking to be a, a player, right? Universal wants wants to take, because like, they, they own shares of Hulu with uh, Disney, with yeah. Disney. And they were like, yeah, we'll buy it from you. Like, they're, they're looking to, to fight. 
I, and, oh, as they should. Yeah. I just it's terrifying to think that you're essentially going to dumb this down to two studios. I don't know if that's yeah. good for anybody that all of a sudden it's just two studios and then a few fringe ones. Yeah, like well, Paramount, Paramount's doing okay with Paramount Plus right now. And plus, they just had Top Gun and and mm-hmm. they have Mission Impossible, but they got they, they bank on Cruise. They need a few more franchises. Speaking yeah. speaking of uh, Top Gun, you see uh, what's his name. Uh, Powell, Glenn Powell out yeah, here just yeah. in all the flight movies. <laughs> what do you get now? He's he's doing one with uh, Jonathan Majors. Devotion, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, Devotion, yeah. and it's a uh, World War One. No, 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 Korean War. Korean War. Okay. Korean War. War. Um, I'd yeah. like to see Glenn Powell as Doctor Doom. Interesting. Interesting. I like Glenn Powell. I make this pitch all the time, but I I am firmly in the camp of Adam Driver for Doctor Doom. Mm. He's too tied into Kylo Ren right now. The only yes. problem with that. Yeah. Yes. Just let him play another creepy weirdo in a mask. I, he's I, good I, at it. He's, and I, I think Kyler, Kyler Ron, I think Adam Driver's a good looking guy, but he's not like that handsome figure like like Dr. Doom. I, 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 Henry Cavill's still the one that I want to, I think would blow mm, up the internet if, mm. they, if they if they did that because he's six, he's six three, six four. Play, he, we know he can play a bad guy. It's the exact opposite of of Man of Steel, Superman. So it would be interesting. Also, if you ever then end up in a situation where they do some big DC Marvel crossover like 20 years from now, it'd be way too old at that point. But it would be dope as hell to see Henry Cavill beat his own ass. Well, let me ask you this. So if you you were going to say you had um, Superman and Doctor Doom, that Henry Cavill is up for right now. People think he's going to come back. Okay. What would you bet? But before you think, if you like betting, my booking. <laughs> oh my god. That one. That one was a, a little more labored, but I. But I see what you got. Funny, but I see what you're doing. <laughs> Set you up for that one. My bookie, but I. But I do want to get that answer. Please let me know. But if you like to bet, and yes, Winston, we know you Cowboys finally did something good. They beat the Giants. They beat the brakes off y'all clowns. All right, homie, I, go ahead. Say it again. All right, so <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you know football and you pick the winners all the time. So go get paid for it at my bookie. You can bet single game spreads, money lines, parlay multiple together, or increase your payouts. Low contest entry fees and half a million to be won. Make sure that if you don't have to be a pro gambler, by the way, to have fun doing this, you can get started and it's very easy. You just visit mybookie.ag. But you use that promo code big thing on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. That is promo code big thing to get your first deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to a thousand bucks. MyBookie is a proven sports book that makes it simple to bet and win. So make this your winning season. Unlike the Cowboys, who's only probably going to win one game this year, exclusively at my bookie. That's how I know you're not paying attention. That's how I know it. Is this the second game that they won? Uh, yes, it was the second game, and with our backup quarterback, you got right. you got beat by our backup, bro. Whatever. <laughs> Aaron Judge has 61 home runs. How about that? Uh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Baseball. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Baseball. Was that from uh, something about Mary? Sure. Yeah. Remember baseball? The only thing that I can remember right now, just because for some reason I just rewatched all the Austin Powers films, is just by association of Mike Myers. Uh, so I got married by an axe murderer. Yeah, great Harriet, book. sweet Harriet. Yeah. This poem <laughs> sucks. <laughs> it's a great underrated movie. It really is. Head, head. That's without that you don't get Shrek. No, you don't get Shrek. <laughs> all right, let's get into so let's get into the news that everybody really has been. Um, talking about everybody it's oh boy yeah man this so ryan reynolds does what ryan reynolds does and he puts the social media video out the other day and basically just 
burns the internet down. Now, it was hilarious because the first thing he starts with is, hey, sorry, D23, we couldn't be there. We couldn't give you anything. Uh, so basically, it's like, hey, sorry, D23, we're going to pee on your heads right now with this announcement that we probably should have dropped, and nobody would have say, been saying how disappointed the Marvel panel was because they announced Hugh Jackman coming back. Um, so for some reason, and I and I don't know, maybe the contract wasn't done or whatever it was, not they they don't announce the D23. They do a social media, and this also goes to Ryan Reynolds being a master marketer because what he did instead of it just being a part of a panel overall, it became its own thing, and it was – I did a video over it. Everybody was doing videos on it. People were talking about it. So if you're asking me why he did this and why they would want to do this, absolutely I understand. Now, if I'm D23, if I'm Disney, I'm going to please do it at the panel. Please do it at the panel. Please let's reveal it at the panel. But they didn't, and I think it was a smarter move for them not to do it at the panel. I, It's funny because I'm sure there was a way they could have come up with it, but I don't think it makes sense to do it at the panel. And I think that Disney probably did give a thumbs up on this without any issue because of who Deadpool is. Not just Ryan Reynolds, but who Deadpool is. Yeah, It would not make sense for him to show up at D23 that would be the last thing Deadpool would do. He would do something along these lines. Unless he where crashed he, it very Deadpool-ish yeah. and did it his own way. Absolutely, but but I can't think of anything more Deadpoolian to be like. Well, that D twenty three thing was crap. I, like, I don't, <laughs> but I I don't disagree with you though. Where you know you've got when you're walking around D twenty three and Cinderella is dressed up in full garb and then Deadpool shows up. It's weird, but. <laughs> But that's what it is yeah. right now. He's part of it. But let's talk about the actual reveal itself. Because sure. there's so much inside of that. The first right. big reveal zip is the fact that I thought was that they it, when it's coming out, it's coming out now. Is this a phase? Is this a phase five movie? Is this a phase six movie? We, we, we don't, 2024, we don't know. right? It's September. It's the end of 2024. But oh. what was between Fantastic Four and Avengers or right before? It's Fantastic right before Fantastic Four. Four. Fantastic okay. Four is supposed to be the beginning of 2025, I think. Okay. I think that's what it is. But either way, I know, or or the end, either way, it was somewhere supposed, around there. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of questions yeah. as far as where does this movie fit? The Googles. Yeah, where does this movie fit? And what do you think as far as where it fits and how it's ultimately going to play into the MCU? I think it's going to be one of those little, like, sort of appetizer movies kind of like how captain marvel and ant-man and the wasp came out in between infinity war and Endgame, mm -hmm. right sort of one of those like here's a fun little thing that doesn't have too much to do with whatever else is going on right uh which is good which i think is sort of what deadpool should be right um i i think it will be interesting to see if they try to tie it into like all the multiverse stuff that's going to be ramping up then because they kind of have to though right with hugh jackman right. there yeah but the thing is this feels less like a payoff to the multiverse stuff and more like a payoff to ryan reynolds and hugh jackman's long-running okay internet I, internet joke, but why right but wouldn't it be a little bit of, of both yeah because yeah. because if you have him if he's able to then you know join this mcu because of his buddy and and the thing that they have together because mm -hmm. he's been calling out wolverine the whole entire time yeah but you and and also, you know, there was the whole thing with Mangold when he tweeted that thing out. Everyone was was losing their mind on Mangold because Mangold tweeted out something that made it look like he was salty about the fact that they were bringing Wolverine back after Logan died. He's like, no, 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 it's not what I'm saying at all. It's so silly. It's like because it's a, it's it's first of all, it's a very different time. It's that was the thing that I think people keep forgetting about Logan. It could still be the end of stuff, but you yes. have to remember where Deadpool is set in the timeline and different where timeline. Logan, Logan is literally supposed to be over a decade or, or at this point it was what twenty thirty nine or right. something. But even though it's different, and it could be a different universe. That's yeah, that's right. why they have this 
this whole thing the way that's set up and i think that you're still inside of the multiverse in 2024 and the end of the multiverse happens this the multiverse saga ends at the end of 2025 so you're still going to have all that i think that the last avengers movie with the is it the kang dynasty is that the last one uh, no, it's the, kang dynasty then secret Wars. then secret wars secret wars is going to be that shit crazy it's yeah it's going to be because I think you're going to have every that that the stuff that we thought we were going to see in Doctor Strange I think is where you're going to see how how much do you know about the Secret Wars storyline? I read it a long time ago. I don't remember okay. it enough. It's just it, it with, with with the Beyonder essentially being like I just want to see. Well, I think this is going to be more based on the, the more 20, recent one, on so the 2012. So tell so, so give me a breakdown. Then what is what is that 2012? And what what happens in that? So Jonathan Hickman concluded his like big Avengers and Fantastic Four runs at Marvel with this big Secret Wars thing where all of the universes in the multiverse were combined into one world basically, and so you had all the alternate versions of all the characters hanging out in a world, um, you know fighting each other like yeah. superheroes do um and i think it's gonna be based more on that and uh that was very fantastic four heavy in a way that i don't know that this would be just because the timing of the release but... so you don't think that they're gonna they're gonna have enough that like because you release fantastic four i think what is it 2024 2025 so like, it's the same year so so right. to answer the question like four, yeah. yeah to answer the question really quickly uh about the bridge yeah um Thunderbolts rounds out phase five, July 26, 2024. So this put, and then Fantastic Four starts phase six, November 8th, 2024. So, right. So, that's so my this question. is literally Deadpool, though, right? Deadpool. Deadpool. That's so where Deadpool, Deadpool would technically yeah. be the end of five, it sounds like. You mean end of four? Five. Four five. is ending with Black Panther. So you're saying, yeah, but you, you said the end of five. You said Deadpool would be the end of five. Yes. Yeah. As and in Thunderbolts Fantastic was four. originally, Fantastic Four was supposed to be the beginning of six. Oh, Sorry, right. Okay. All good. Six, six, All six. Good. Right, right, right. Okay, right. So four, four. Did you yeah. summon the devil in hell? I know, right. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> my, my black grandma just came out of me true. when you said that. Four, the, that's right. Four is, four is happening now. So then, so this would be, yeah, because then it's, it's. It's just a lot to take in lot. all at once because we never had to deal with phases that far in advance. Right. Yeah. Right. So it's a lot to, it's a lot to keep track of. I yeah. just want it to be, I want Secret Wars to be the payoff to phases four, five, and six, not the payoff to the last 20 years right. of comic book history you which know i know I, mean? I, I and i think i well i think you're gonna get a little bit of AMV. i know yeah, and, yeah. and this has come up too with the with this whole hugh jackman thing and that it's my most like old man yells at cloud opinion is that i just want a hook besides you'll never guess who's back right because so many of the movies that's the hook now is look who we got you're you're right so here's my question with that because i don't know maybe you guys know better than i yeah. do but i know that um for a while that the, there's still contracts to be that Disney has for for X-Men that they're not and I don't know this is what I think that the deal is I think that they're they have the they're not allowed to use the characters of Wolverine Cyclops any of those characters unless they use the actors that have played them already up until 2025 that's really? I, that's that's something that once that contract expires that's when they can recast. That's when they can start doing stuff. So, so, so sort of a segue into the new so version. That's why I the think characters. they're doing what they're doing. Mm. I think that with Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, to bring him back, yeah, you, you but, get him. But, but wait, you also like say, yeah. say that in 2025 during Secret Wars. Yeah. That's when then new Wolverine here yeah, the new Wolverine yeah, yeah, that yeah. comes in, and then you yeah. can start with the X Men movies that's, in 2026. That's the, the only that reason sense. that that is a baby bit dangerous. Is Secret Wars is the end of Phase Six, right. and so if this is supposed to be your big master plan, you're going to introduce the X Men at the end of what is now your next 
however many year plan and then but that's only that's so condensed the end of phase six is only like two years from now right and yeah. that, and but the reason why also i think that makes sense is because if people are going well what are you going to do after that if you right. already introduced everybody well we haven't introduced the x-men yet and now it can be right now fantastic four x-men heavy like you start to introduce these people that it's like thor will be long gone all these other people will be kind of long gone we'll see how far along um sam is now as captain america and like those things I, don't know. I get it and i'm not saying that i don't want things to also then to continue but knowing that i'm already feeling some fatigue yeah. right now to then envision i'm not even done with the journey i'm on and now i got to start worrying about another one I, you would think i would be excited i would rather you int- I, I i get it if there's contract stuff that's happening whatever it seems weird a little bit in the sense that you know they do own Fox at this point, but it is what it is. Well, they bought, well, but no, 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 but that's the difference. So I was confused about it beforehand when I was like, well, why? If they can't use, they have, they own the characters. It's not necessarily about the characters. It's about the contracts of the actors, the actors. and everything else, too. That's what you bought over. That makes more sense to me now mm-hmm. as opposed to like, well, you can't use the character. Well, you can use the character. You just got to use Michael Fassbender or you got to mm-hmm. use Ian McDermott, if they want, uh, McDermott, Ian McKellen, if they want to do it. So if that is, and I, I'm a little, I'm still, that's the most understanding I have of it, but I, I'll let the is audience this, tell me. I was going to say, is there is this somewhere that people can look up? Because I'm it's very scattered. Curious. It's scattered. And I, nobody has the extreme deal to, details on it but sure I'm, I'm very curious about it for sure because i don't, I, I, don't know. I, I just find it very interesting because i know one of the things that the reason why logan even happened hugh jackman was tired of yeah. having to eat nothing but broccoli and right. chicken and work out six hours a day yeah. which when you consider he's what almost in his 50s he's like yeah. 45 you know, he's, no he's definitely in his 50s so i mean you know what i'm saying like i wouldn't blame him for being like i don't want to do this anymore like i really don't want to do this anymore you know who might have the answer to this is uh koi so too bad i'm here (laughs) (laughs) again and koi i would say this to him too the thing with koi is that koi and will come up this is what koi would say koi would go no what happened was this they had the contracts and it was all set up they can use storm they can use halle berry but they can't use this and, and you'll go oh okay and then you'll go none of that none of that was fact <laughs> but but then but then he'll nail another comment that is a hundred percent factual he just sells it with conviction so that's yeah. that's why a lot of time am i wrong i really hope he watches this i hope he does too he knows he knows <laughs> it. I, I told you i buried him in my back no, i hope no. from the heaven or hell that he is chilling in that he is watching I, this I'm, episode I'm and then he you. haunts you i've been i've been there before where he's he said something I'm like damn i didn't know that and i look and i go none of that was just, <laughs> and, 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 then, and then he says something and i go all right I, that was probably full of it and then it's 100 percent true i'm yeah. like I, so you never know with that guy he can he can sell it i'm telling you he should be selling he should be selling cadillacs or something it's amazing <laughs> Cadillac. I, don't, I don't know why <laughs> why not Who's uh, got, you know why the answer why is how many Cadillacs do you see on the street these days? Okay, that's what anyone could sell me. No, a Cadillac. I mean, look, man, Caddy making a comeback. They just stopped going with them big ass boats that pimps used to drive. They got the SUVs now. Right, I'm fine. You can just have Priuses for all I care. <laughs> um, all right, let's 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 move on. Um, but I mean, let's just anything else. I mean, that's the, the the main thing. I think again, like it's it's the fact that we get to see Deadpool, Deadpool three. We're gonna get a rated R movie. We're gonna get cute jack minute i'm just i'm excited i love the two of them on x <coughs> oh jeez felt like a yeah. four letter word yeah. uh, i love them on x force together in the comics i just love the interaction between reynolds and jackman which honestly that's the main reason i'm excited the, yes. the chemistry the, what, what, but what's funny about that though 
there's not a single person so far with Ryan Reynolds that I haven't loved their chemistry, though. Yeah, but these two are different because they. No, have I agree. Yeah. I agree with you. There was definitely because they've been doing this rivalry thing with one one's gin and one's. Uh, it's like uh, it's like Jimmy Kimmel tequila. and Matt Damon. It's like Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon. Yeah, it's yeah. like that that type of thing. They've been yeah. playing off of it, and that's probably one of the main reasons. The other reason I think that Hugh Jackman probably wants to do this because he hasn't been part of the MCU. He gets to be part of the, look. Tommy McGuire. Uh, it, it, mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield are, are now part of the MCU. I, I think mean, that's playing the sandbox for a little the bit. Sandbox for a little bit. And, and, and I mean, look, it would yeah. be great if if he was. Imagine, and I don't know if this is going to happen, but imagine if he actually fought the new Wolverine in Secret Wars. I mean, who would want to see that? Cool. That would that be, be pretty, pretty cool. great. Be pretty so like, <laughs> so I mean, it's like passing the torch, you know. And it's like, do do we think Downey's coming back? eventually but not for anything made i think it would be a secret wars thing where he makes he makes or even in a battle where like in the same way that that gwyneth came in his rescue and was like a big deal in the battle at the end yeah it might be like like four voice lines and then he's in the suit yeah exactly i I could see something like that but i don't see him really outside of maybe like the the recruiting peter in his bedroom i don't see much more than a scene like that in in an action scene yeah yeah i just meant it in general but like And going back to what you had said too about as far as fatigue, and there are, there are people that are like, okay, there's so much Marvel stuff too. The one thing that I will say is, as someone for yourself who watches like the Bachelor franchise, right? Mm-hmm. I just had a conversation with my ex. So for people who know, I used to work for the Bachelor, and I just had a conversation with my old boss, who was the sweetest guy in the world. He's now an executive producer for Bachelor. He's been oh there, wow! It's been there Mike, for- Mike Fleece. No, he Mike Flies is the creator. Oh, uh, 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 Jeff is his name. Okay, but so Jeff um, and I t- spoke, but Jeff and I talked to him. I said. That show, they, they're just continuously always on now. It's it is, but another... they're crushing. But the thing is, are they? they? Oh, they're they're ratings, dude. That show. I thought it, everything I had heard is that the ratings were in trouble. Is it not? That oh wow, show has been on the air since two thousand or two thousand and one. Right? Oh, I That's... thought you meant specifically this year. This, this season is probably, you know, but they they're going to have ebbs and flows and ups and downs. Sure, sure, sure. Depending sure. on who the Bachelor is and Bachelorette, right, and all right, that. right, right. Bachelor in Paradise is probably crushing right now, yeah. right? And the thing is because. That is a generational show. So, like, for example, I have a 10-year-old girl right now who is not watching The Bachelor, right? At 15, I can't guarantee that she won't be. Right. At 14, I can't guarantee that she won't right. be, right? Because that her interest will change. Right. Like, and that type of thing, as long as they keep it relevant, and that's the same thing with Marvel. They just compare The Bachelor to Marvel? Yes. I do it all the time. Yeah, we get well, we get, <laughs> literally literally do it all the time. Because, there are people who I have bailed. The there are people who have bailed on Marvel. Yeah, right. Again, I use my daughter as an example. My daughter's ten years old. She's now, she's just learning the MCU. She's going as Black Widow this year as Halloween. Nice, right? And it's like, she's ten. Which one, Yelena or or, or Natasha? Natasha. She loves okay. Natasha. Okay. She, she, we're we're only, we just finished uh, Winter Soldier last night. Okay. So we just and we started uh, Guardians. Oh, nice. She's like, and so my wife hates Guardians. So really, yeah, it's just not her thing. But like, I you saw, know what, Kristen didn't like it either. Yeah. So wa- she didn't hate it, but she was like, I don't need to watch. My this my, my wife like ones. my yeah. wife goes talking raccoon. I'm out. Right. So <laughs> so watching it with my daughter like the beginning of it, and my daughter was cracking up just in the beginning. We singing to the whatever the rats. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I okay, I can watch this with her. Yeah, yeah. She's gonna love this. But anyway, it's just a generational thing. But we have uh, look. Let's see if we have it. I do want to talk about this uh, this blade story. Let's talk about that. Um, where is the story? It's here somewhere. We got to get you to start like labeling the files. 
better just screenshot this. Well, you can. You want to come in and do it in the morning? You got. You, sure. don't come on in. I, I, I did all the <laughs> thumbnails and shows for the other shows. So eat my balls. <laughs> Look, we all know Brett is the one doing all the work around here. Not this work. Um, <laughs> so let's. I want to get to this blade. This blade news, and then we can we can call it out. And R.I.P. to Coolio, by the way. Oh, yeah. dude, I have, I have had the Keenan and Kel theme on repeat. Oh man, yeah, I don't know if y'all remember. He he actually did, did the theme song did for Keenan and Kel. Huh. Yeah, yeah. No, he. I, the thing that upset me about him dying, bro, is other than him obviously dying, is the, them. You didn't need to include the part. Well, he went to the bathroom and he never came back. Like to let to give the man some dignity. You don't have to tell everybody that he oh, died in the bathroom. Elvis got it. I no, yeah, dude. but like you know better, you do better. Just be like. He, well, they didn't say he was taking a dump or anything. They just they just said that he they just said he was in the bathroom. He could have fallen slipped. He could fall slipped his head. They said Elvis was taking a dump. <laughs> you know, like, like so, that's like you know you're never gonna live yeah. that down. Like they didn't yeah. say that Coolio was on the bowl. Yeah, but it, I I loved. I mean, he's so good. Loved. He was so loved. Good. And I, that that made me feel that like, you know. I, I don't know that that snapped me into reality because I just remember being like a kid and his and his songs coming on and yeah. and being like and that that wasn't very long ago it's no. like you know whatever it was you're like ah it's crazy so R. I. P. to Coolio, um, and it is also relevant because he was in Batman and Robin, how about that? Yes, he was or was. Huh. How about that? All right, was let's it, wait. Which part of Bat? Because I. It's he's like on the she's like on he's the, the one doing the he's the one doing the bike races he's he's in, yeah 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 he's yeah. doing the bike races yes yeah. all right let's talk about this story because I want to get you guys take on it and then we can get out of here and I, I'll I'll start with my take on it and I'll see if you guys agree disagree Marvel's Blade loses its director filmmaker Bassam Tariq has dropped out of directing the Blade film at Marvel Studios the project has been getting ready to kick off filming this November in Atlanta and it's unclear how his departure will impact the production start of the vampire action thriller. Oscar winner Mahershala Ali steps into the role of the half-immortal vampire hunting Daywalker, previously made famous by Wesley Snipes-led trilogy. In a statement, Marvel says, Due to continued shifts in our production schedule, Sam is no longer moving forward as director of Blade, but will remain an executive producer on the film. We appreciate Sam's talent and all the work he's doing, uh, excuse me, done getting Blade to where it is. The studio is reportedly allegedly, excuse me, already in the search mode for a new director. The project has seen several rewrites over time with Star Trek, Strange New Worlds, The Witcher, and Moon Knight scribe Bo DeMeo serving as the current writer. Delroy Lindo and Aaron Pierce co-star in, in Blade, which currently remains on track for a November, 20th, November 3rd, 2023 release. All right, so there's a lot to unpack here, like a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first is that's about as PR of a statement as you ever get. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, and they even stayed away from creative differences we didn't yeah, right. we didn't even drop they, that they, they they go to they went they went straight to schedule um which is which is what do we say scheduling that, that's part one so is it possible that scheduling sure do i believe it no my take on it is this my take on it is what we've been talking about on this show for the last month and that's the the three most divisive conversation in the fandom of marvel cinematic universe so far I think the, uh, of recent mm-hmm. has been Eternals, Doctor Strange, and Thor: Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. Those are all three movies with specific director takes. It was mm-hmm. a Chloe Zhao movie. It was a Doctor. It was a uh, Sam Raimi movie. I and like all three of those movies. I love Eternals. <laughs> the other two, Eternals is great. The other two, eh. uh, okay. and and I don't and I really don't, I, I I dislike Love and Thunder by the day, um, hmm. by the day, and. I love Taika Waititi. Love him. My issue with it is that 
And I think that what they've done is that they've they've done this thing where they're going, okay, I really like what you do for your movies. And in, and instead of telling a Marvel movie, I want you to make a Winston A. Marshall movie. That's what I want you to do. Right. Good. You're going to give me $40 million? Uh, that's what I'm saying. But that's, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Though. That, and then it never was a thing. It never was. Yeah. A, it used to be. Oh, well, there are exceptions. James Gunn, Gar the Guardians movies are James Gunn movies. Yes, but it's different though. But it's different. It, it, I'm not telling you. Uh, Ryan Coogler has has Ryan has Coogler's style. Sure. But the mm -hmm. difference is that there's a kooky and 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 something like a Guardians of the Galaxy has a kooky feel. It has these things. There's, you're not, you're 100 right. It's got James T Gunn's tone all over the damn thing, and I actually think it hurt in Gu Guardians too. Guardians two is my favorite MCU movie. I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate <laughs> that piece. It makes me cry. Hate that. I hate that, and I, love, and I love jump, and I love James Gunn, and I, lo and I love James Gunn. I, I haven't rewatched it again, but I have to watch it recently. Uh, but I, the, I mean, the end after Love and Thunder, you'll probably think it's your favorite I, MCU movie. You, you know, you know why you're not wrong yeah. because I remember when Mark, when Ellis and I started reviewing movies up top, and we and we had seen um, Thor and and uh, Dark World, and my least favorite part of those movies was Kat Dennings because I thought she was too over the top with humor. She does not bother me at all anymore. When I watch these movies, like at all, I just watched them recently, and I and I used to be verbally like, Pat Dennings is the biggest oh for me. She's fine when I watch it now because I think that I'm so this it's so over the top now. But going back to the point, because I want to hear what you guys think as far as the, they give Taika do a Taika movie, do a Sam Raimi movie, do with this movie. I think that's stopping now because I think that the reason why they got mm -hmm. the director of um of Wandavision is. And, I, and I'm not saying that just be like, okay, do what we want you to do. We want a good director to tell a Marvel story as opposed to, okay, you're doing a Marvel movie, but just make it a make it a Sam Raimi movie. So I think that this guy was like, got that directive now. So what I want to do with Sam Raimi, Taika, and uh, and Chloe did. And they're like, no, we need you to stay on course with this now because we're, we're going back to what we used to do. So I don't know. Do you, am, I, am, I, am I out of my mind? I don't know. I think it's a balance because the thing for me with uh, Doctor Strange is like, it is a Sam Raimi movie, which is what I loved about it, but it was better at being a Sam Raimi movie than it was at being an MCU right, movie. Right, right, right. It was when it tried to be a Marvel movie that I thought it stumbled. Absolutely. And when it tried to be a Sam Raimi movie that I thought it soared. So it's about And not everybody's a Raimi fan. Right, right. Also true. Um, I very much am. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I love that. I think Raimi heads yeah. love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that's mostly, I walk out of it being like, so-so MCU movie, good Sam Raimi right. movie. Um. I do want to balance because I do want the directors to bring themselves to the movies. Right. You have to. Well, I think Ryan Coogler's doing that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I hope they don't pull away from it too hard. Yeah. Uh, and, and the WandaVision guy, I mean, Vision is really good. That's my right. favorite thing. Of well, the that's what I'm so saying, though. That's that. But don't be don't be confused with the fact that like where I think because I think they did it in the past really well. I think yeah. Kate Reed put his own style on yeah. on it, too, and didn't just do like it's not like Richard Marquand. For Return of the Jedi, where it's just mm. like, hey, just George Lucas is basically going to direct. Just sit there and just call action and do all this other stuff. It's not that. Yeah. It's I think it is. I think that what, how it used to be was that balance. I think mm. they need to get back mm. to that to that balance because I think that the problem is when you start overpowering with the director's style, you, you're not going to be able to tell your television I, stories in one movie. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll say two things. One, I don't. I don't. I don't think that this is a you can't go whatever because I while perfectly while eric was talking i'm not super familiar with bossom um dude doesn't have a style per se to yeah. to to do that right now sam raimi is sam raimi chloe zhao is oscar winning director chloe like 
there is something there to do that, but just looking but at who's like, to know, Winston. Sorry, I want to hear your point here, but who's to know that that's not the conversation in general that he said, like, hey, I want it to is, do like, it is, it done. is very, it is very possible. But I'm again just looking at his his stuff right here. There's not a whole lot. It looks like for him to have done that, unless I have the wrong dude, uh, Basim Tariq. Yeah, but yeah, but maybe maybe he wanted to do his own style and say it, maybe he thought and 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 what you're saying is basically what marvel said they're like dude you haven't you we brought you on so you can right. do what we're asking you to do here right and and so it's i mean it is certainly possible he may he may have gone big d energy and was like look you either gonna you're either gonna do this or i'm, I'm, I'm but i would venture more of a guess knowing this and this looks a lot like what a lot of the marvel directors were in phases one through three with like exceptions obviously favreau had been favreau and right, he's kicked right. this all off Mo, mo, and Kenneth Branagh as well, most of them didn't necessarily have that, like, stamp yet. And so it was easier to be like, this is what we're doing. You can do some yeah. of your stuff, but we're plugging you in. Well, look at That's the Russos. That's what this felt like. Look at the Russos. Russos, Russos, well. Russos came in for as as comedy directors from a sitcom, right? Right. They put their own style to it. So going back to what you're saying, like, they, they were like, the Russos developed their director voices in these in, in the middle these of films, these. I right, agree. for sure and they weren't like handcuffed they were just they told the story they were supposed right. to tell and that's all i'm saying is that when that when like when a director comes in and overpowers that was my problem when right. when they announced sam raimi i was like because i'm not there's some movies that i like but i'm not a sam raimi head and i said sam right. raimi heads are going to love this movie because it's sam raimi like i thought and i'm sure you love this moment the moment like when bruce campbell's beating the hell out of himself evil dead style horrible I know that was horrible, right? And you probably loved it. Delightful. Right. A hundred percent. And I knew that, but I knew that watching it. I think I said it to you afterwards. Yeah. I was like, I go, I, I was like, okay, look, this is this is something that Sam Raimi has. And my friend James Pallia is a massive Evil Dead fan. And I was like, he's going to love that. because it's, it's a, He loved it. Love that. Though, he loved that moment. It, to me, it also comes down so much to the script. Because with yeah. WandaVision as an example, all the biggest swings in WandaVision were on the page right yeah. all the biggest swings were in those choices and with dr strange the reason i latched on to the sam raiminess of the movie is because the script didn't give me that much to latch on to i think it's fair yeah yeah it's oh. fair i mean even look another sam raimi moment that i thought was stylistically was gorgeous but it went on forever was the piano thing which you loved the piano the, the, the oh. notes oh. music notes delightful right <laughs> and it's it but there's there's so but again i knew it i knew it like that and i Anyway, there's there's a lot to talk we about. I just to... I think that this particular <laughs> I was just gonna say I, I think we figured out what your shirt is. Just delightful. delightful. Just delightful. Like, yeah. No, I like... wish that we were still doing Schmodown because I would have brought that into like a script and it's like that would have been that could have been your tag. It's yeah. delightful. Like oh, okay. I, I, I mean, you know, you, you have a very strong point. Because I even think it's not just the right. I, I feel like there was something going on with multiverse of madness and I look back at it and there's stuff to like. But I feel like they weren't feeling super confident about what the movie was going, where they both, yeah. A, let Raimi just do Raimi, but then also, B, even with the marketing, I think one of the biggest mistakes they made was revealing the Illuminati. I think that that should have oh, never been a part 100%. of the marketing because, uh, you know, all of a sudden, every complaint you have about this is a very Raimi movie, what could have been such a massive reveal would have probably completely changed your mind about the worried. film. They're probably worried about leaks. You know, and they're probably worried about sure. it because they try, you know, the leaks come out where they try to hold it for Toby and, and Andrew forever. And they, they try to, they, it's, they figure they probably get ahead of it, which I, I agree. I agree with you. I think that they should have 
tried to hold it. But then I think what you do is you up your security, and if a leak gets out, then you get in front of it. But do not preemptively think. I, I, I think that, I that was a bad move. I don't disagree with you. All right, look, it's a great. Uh, it was a lot of fun today. We had it was we, delightful. It was delightful. We didn't get a chance to talk about everything, but we uh, we talked about a lot. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on everything we talked about here today. Make sure that you do that. Now, Zip, I couldn't find you on the Twitter anymore. You're not on Twitter anymore? I got rid of Twitter, and it turns out I'm happy now. You know, <laughs> a- ask me if that's well surprising. Ask me if that's surprising. <laughs> I am Is that surprising? Not at all, and I wish I could do it myself. <laughs> Uh, I, I, you know how much of an advocate I am of thinking that I, I think Twitter and Facebook and it should go away. It would hurt my business tremendously, but I think it should go go away. It's rough, man. Yeah. It, it is, made me feel bad. Yeah. Are you on Instagram? Either? No. No, I couldn't find you on Instagram. Just, just so, letterboxed. Okay. So, so oh, look, this is Eric Zipper. That's why I look. You see, Eric Zipper, there's no, That's me. no social there. Um, Winston is right here, and you can find him at the Swaggy Blur, so make sure you check him out for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he'll be back next week for sure. Uh, and by the way, as I mentioned on um, on Patreon, people have been asking rewatches. We're back on rewatch, and we're going to be on in October. Um, both Winston, myself, and Coy will be doing Shazam in November, Black Panther in December, Avatar. So if you want to join up to Patreon, you can see those rewatches. They're over there now. And in its place capes and cows so guys thank you so much for joining us today thank you for zip for joining us thank it you it was come back delightful yes please come back <laughs> and we will talk to you guys soon thank you so much we'll see you on the flip side peace Now, another no-brainer money-saving tip from Progressive. Marcus, what happened? I was changing my oil and I spilled some on the floor. Oh, we use these $50 bills to wipe it up. Perfect. Got any more? Yeah, yeah, take a couple hundred. Stop. Instead of using money, use an old rag. And here's a better tip from Progressive on how not to waste money. Don't pay too much for car insurance. Drivers who switch and save could save hundreds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Potential savings will vary. If you're looking to get a new car, you could really cut expenses by bundling your car and renter's insurance with Progressive. Sure, you love your old car, but you know it's not normal to give instructions on how to open the window. It should be self-explanatory, but it's not. And notice how when you're in other people's cars, you can feel cushion in the seats? That's pretty nice, right? No, it's just normal. So bundle your renters and car insurance with Progressive and put the savings toward a new car. It's time. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.